Have you ever had a bad idea that none of your friends supported, but you did it anyway? Go do something with your life while we try getting our crit together. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Getting Our Crit Together. It's a podcast. You know that because you're listening to it. We play Dungeons and Dragons, and it's a good time. You enjoy it. I'm telling you now. But we're not just here alone. We have other people, like Grace, who's on a podcast. Hi, I am on a podcast. I'm Grace. I play Titan Shintel. Um, Hey, Phil, I noticed you have a basket of pillows behind you. What's going on? Oh, well, those are our guest pillows for all the guests that we have in quarantine. I'm Phil. I play Garlmore Can, uh, and he's a lizard man. You you know you know him. You love him. Now, Maggie, I was wondering, your boards. Do you like them skatey or long? Uh, definitely long, but like medium sized long. You know, like if long was medium sized. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. I'm Maggie, and I play Ado on this podcast and also in my life. Hey, Mason, I can confirm you're aware of the existence of Garfield. Oh, you know I'm aware of the existence of Garfield, and don't you forget it. I'm Mason Radis. I am the Dungeon Master. That's what I do here. That's my job. But let's not dilly-dally any longer. Let's get right into getting our crit together. Last time on Getting Our Crit Together, the newly named Venado twins continued on their hunt for the materials necessary to remake the Locket of Moradin. Having acquired Goreshorite, they went on their way with some horses they acquired in a less than virtuous manner to the mining village of Halkadoos in hopes of attaining some Carithium. As they entered the city, they found the operator of the mine, a dwarven woman named Briella, deep in their cups and hung over at the ripe early afternoon hours. They found out from Briella that the mine is currently out of operation due to an infestation of undead. Our heroes agreed to clear out the mine of the deadite incursion in exchange for as much Corithium as they could carry. We find them still in the tavern, having a good time. Well, I, I, I don't know that I would describe what I'm having as a good time. Um, taverns, group settings of about 10 to 20 make me incredibly stressed out. I mean, out of character, does Garl ever have a good time? Yes! Uh, having Edo over and eating that raw meat? Highlight of my year. That was a good time. Yeah, one you could threaten me with anytime. Okay, so... These undead, they're fully gone, right? Oh, are we talking like zombies or like skeletons? Yes. Uh, zombies seem to be uh, what's been infesting the mine. Um, I'm sorry, I've just got a real headache. Have you asked them to leave? That's a good question. You know, we haven't done that after Daryl got bitten. Why did Daryl get bitten? What did Daryl do? He went to work. Sounds like he deserved it. Okay, Ado, let's pump the brakes on whether or not people who go to their jobs when it's dangerous are guilty of being irresponsible. They're probably just desperate for money. What we do is dangerous, right, Ado? And and we go to work. That is true. I mean, technically, we, we haven't been in danger yet. At least I haven't. Well, yeah, you were in the fence, but me and Edo had to deal with an enchantment wizard, and that's... I was paralyzed. I, I think that means you guys are dumb then, and you deserved it. Because I was in the fence, and I was doing fine. I do not like this conversation. Let's get another ale. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know how many... How many ales your circuitry can tolerate at the moment? Ooh, I am feeling it. I don't doubt that. I, I know it's just that I feel like any any liquid you have might make make you feel a certain way, because it's not supposed to be in you. Okay, okay, back on the back on track. Um, have you tried telling the zombies to go away? Do they try eating all of you or just some of you? Do they have a preference for which some of you they try to eat? Have you tried putting them in a cage? They 
just attack. Uh, they are mindless undead. Uh, we did not try to put them in a cave. We were hoping they would just... I meant cage, but cave would also work, guys. I think we add that to the list. Well, I guess technically they're already in like a man-made cave when you think about it. No, we didn't try to put them in a cage. We left because, again, Daryl got bitten. Mm. Daryl. That, that's what I meant. Like, do they have a preference for who they're going after and biting, or is it just anyone? Um, no, they seem to be typical undead as far as we understand. They just kind of wanton attack. Don't stereotype. Okay, well. That's, that's a good point, Aino. You raise a valid concern. We are stereotyped. I will check that on myself. Check your privilege, please. <laughs> You're right. The unemployed uh, woman definitely needs to check their privilege. So how much does this entire town hate us already? <laughs> I think we've been lovely. <laughs> uh, when when Daryl got bitten, uh, did he? Oh. No, no, he just, like, has a nasty chunk out of his arm now. That sounds gross. But it's not, like, rotting off. He's getting workers' comp, which is, like, like good for him on that one. You know, people people underestimate the power of a good chunk, you know? They, they're like, hey. Wait, wait, I have a great idea. Uh, okay, do we have any more questions for this nice person before we go brainstorm? Because I have developed a great plan. Where is the mine? It's just over uh, to the northwest of the village. Uh, it shouldn't be too hard to find. It's a big hole in the ground. Do you have any uh, spare demolition charges we could borrow? Well, not borrow. We're going to use them. Just give your demolitions to a random group of strangers you've never met before. A random group of strangers who's promising to solve their problem time. Yeah, but we could be lying. I mean, or not, but we could be. Why would we lie? What, what, what benefit would we have to say, give us your demo charges? And then we'll make off with some explosives? Explosives aren't that hard to make. Yeah, I mean, that feels like something people would do. I'm not saying we'd do that, but... She is not our supervisor. Why would we lie? Uh, Ado, I mean, we. I feel like we have had this talk before. You can lie to people other than your supervisor, and you don't have to lie to your supervisor. We have not had that talk before. Haven't we? Oh, well. Ha ha well. ha. I got you. We have. <laughs> it's time your super. Wait, what is the hierarchy amongst this group? We're all just co-workers. We're all equal parties. Right? Ty it's So Tyne and Ada were my boss. No, no, we're, we're all Gal's boss. Right. No. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> no. I feel like this is not good for Garl's self-esteem. We are all equal co-workers. That sounds like a lot of responsibility. I think I'm fine with you two taking the lead on the leadership thing. No, no, Gal, you have to be a part of this too. Oh. I would like to clarify, I was lying to Tyne to demonstrate that I know to lie to other people as well. You got that, right? Yes, I did. I appreciated it. It was a good goof, Ado. Anyway... Let's dead some undead. So can we get those explosives? Yes, I suppose I can uh, get you some from uh, wherever we keep them. If there's some higher power that has any decision where that would belong, but they don't know. Uh, <laughs> but um, yes, uh, I can get you some of our uh, charges. And uh, how many do you think you need? Like... Seventeen and a half. That seems a little excessive. I was thinking three. Uh, no, I think I think we go for seventeen and a half. Ask for seventeen, you'll get five. I well, one. I don't. I don't know if half is quite possible. Uh, the five sounds like uh, what we can part with at the moment. Gal, you're really underselling what we could have gotten. We could have gotten that half. I'm so sorry. I don't know if you know this. I am not good at talking to people. Yes, you are, Garl. I mean, I wouldn't say you're great at it, but I do think sometimes you talk um, when you're unsure of yourself and you could just like not talk if you're not sure. Perhaps we should forego the undead in the mine and simply talk this out instead. Let's go fight some undead. I think that's a great idea. I think Ado. it's undead. Oh, look at the time. We got to fight him during the daytime. 
Right? Because at I nighttime had such they get. That's a great plan, and nobody's letting me pitch it. P- pitch away! I didn't want to pitch it with the lady here in case she wanted us to kill them. Lady, please leave. You are at my table where I am drinking. Yeah, I did mean let's finish asking our questions and then we leave, but I do appreciate it, Ado. Thank you so much, uh, Briella. It's... Yeah, thank you for the help. Do you want the the explosives or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I don't just have them on hand, so I'll have to... I guess I do have to leave unless you guys want to come to the storage room. What, whatever's easier for you. We did just harass you a little bit, so. We'll meet you outside the mine. I'll meet you at the mine. Yes, I, I don't think I could bring you in there anyways. That seems like a bad idea to bring three strangers where we keep our valuables. Yeah, just a little. Well, we're not thieves. As you know, that sounds like something a thief would say. That's true. All right, let's go. Let's go out by our horses and we'll talk about this great plan time has. Thank you. She uh, swigs the last bit of her... Uh, mug and pops it on the table uh you see her walk out of the establishment and goes on her way uh towards the northwest of the city or the village i hope she has fun i'm sure she will she seems stressed out by something some unknown variable stressed her out and i hope she has fun i think it was this it's the dead things right no definitely not it was it was us it was me specifically no I disagree. Perhaps the ale was not the quality she wanted. What is your plan? Yes, here is my genius, genius plan. I think the charges probably won't help with, but I think we could use them elsewhere. Okay, here's my plan, right? We get some pitchforks and then we can poke at them from a distance and just kind of try and corral them into one area and seal them off. And then we don't have to deal with them biting chunks out of our skin. And then they're away from us. But what if that is the area with the metal that we need? No. Okay, so here's the plan, right? We get some of Garl's uh, raw meat. Because that seems like something they'd like. That That's essentially what people are. <laughs> Just raw meat. I want, I, I resent that. This is high quality raw meat. I am not raw meat. Well, yeah, Ado, you're not. I am a person. Well, yeah, I mean more like flesh people. I see. This is expensive cuts. I'm talking, it's the butt of the pork and the the gizzards of the chicken. Okay, then we can find other raw meat, okay? I don't think raw meat is this expensive. Oh, sorry, uh, Miss Made of Money over here. <laughs> with her big money. meat budget. I don't get your raw meat. I just didn't assume it was super expensive raw I get, meat. I get it where everyone else does. You pay the, the guy working at the counter at the butcher shop to let you go in the dumpster and take the meat that they spoiled yesterday. God, that's not what anyone does. Friends. That's what everyone does. Friends. It's a normal thing. Friends. No, this- this is why I said we use your your meat. Friends. The expi- the expiration dates are made up. Friends. They're not real. Friends. What's up, Ado? Let's not fight. Okay, but yeah, so you see, we take some some raw meat, whether garls or otherwise, and we kind of like lead it in a line to where we want to corral them, and then we can corral them with the pitchforks. So it's away from the metal. And we're luring them out. And then we can fight them if some unknown god of this world wants us to. Can I can I do an arcana check? Or what would it be to understand zombies and how zombies work? Can I do a zombie check? Yeah, just a zombie check. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess whichever one you pick, I think it depends on your understanding. So that's a natural one plus two. Well, I got an eight. An eight? Okay, uh... What you know about zombies, uh, they are undead. I have unlocked the secrets of zombies. That That's about it. <laughs> I, I'm choosing to add performance <laughs> because I think I'm performing like a zombie and that makes sense to me. Okay, okay. Give me that roll. Uh, I, I already rolled and that's a nine and I have plus four, so... <laughs> okay. Um, because performance in no way could get you to understanding zombies. Well, I rolled a five, so I wasn't getting it regardless. I figured I'd just throw a random stat at it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, 
you inhabit the body of a zombie. You get in character, and you're. Mm. I'm a method actor. No idea. Guys, I really think this raw meat plan's gonna work great. Well, my my plan was to hit them a bunch with weapons, so... Girl, can I talk to you on the side, please? Yeah. Tyne, stay there. Mm, okay. Girl. Yeah. I think we should probably just kill them. Yeah, no, that's what I'm definitely thinking, too. Like, she she's saying that we keep them back with the trident, but, like, I'm just gonna stab them. I'm just gonna... Because we were told... They're gone, right? They're not working on the cure. It seems like a rather poorly thought out temporary solution. But guys, but then we could pick them off like fish in a barrel or something. Oh, just like, just like fish in a barrel time. Yes. What a good plan. Yeah, we're not doing what she, that's, that's not gonna, uh, we're just gonna stab them. I'm not wasting my raw meat on that. I'm not putting it on the dirty floor. That was high quality raw meat. It's dumpster meat. Carl, it's dumpster meat. Honestly, it's got a little funk to it. It's starting to get some moss and some mushrooms. You don't want funk <laughs> That's a, a serving of vegetables, baby. That sounds like extra flavor. At a restaurant, you have to pay money to put mushrooms on a steak, I think. I've heard. Those are different kind of mushrooms. They're not growing on your steak, girl. Can I bring up another situation to you? Yeah. I think Tyne could hear us. Yeah, we, we, we no. walked... We only, walked, we only walked two feet away from her, and neither of us are great at voice modulation. I see. I underestimated her hearing. Good to know. Well, I'm okay doing your plan, but when your plan fails, we'll just hit him with sticks. Whose plan? My plan? Yeah. Yes, time. We will try your plan. You just said that you weren't doing my plan. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that was before we knew you were listening. Kind of rude. Okay. Okay, Gaul. You have to sacrifice your meat then. <laughs> Fine. I could get more meat. I bet this town has a butcher shop and a dumpster. Exactly. And we could get you non- We could get you non-dumpster meat. Why would, why would I pay extra just to not go to the dumpster? It's five feet behind in the building. Because it's better meat! I'm in great shape. I can walk behind the building to the dumpster. That's not it's not the issue! What is the issue? The oh. quality of the meat! Let's go to the mines. So you walk your way to the northwest of the village, and you find yourself uh, coming to the mine in question. Uh, you can tell that this is the right mine because right at the entrance are four zombies. Uh, you've currently got the high ground. <laughs> oh, they're just chilling outside now? Yeah, they're chilling on the outside of the mine at this moment. You're at the high ground at the moment. The mine goes down into the ground. It's like a man-made crater with a path that kind of spot curls around the circumference. This is Daryl's fault. I mean, Ado, we don't, we don't know that. All right, let's see if this meat works on these zombies. Well, let, wait, can we wait for the explosives first? It's four zombies. Uh, okay. Don't throw all the meat though. Just throw like- I know, I'll like, I'll like take like the smallest nibble off, like less than a bite you would take. Of... Oh, you no, we need more than that. What, they can smell it. It's aromatic. Oh, come on. Give at least one bite. One bite of the meat. Yeah, well, we'll waft it. I don't even have to cut it, right? We'll waft it. We're no! wafting. It would work better as a full you piece. You want my plan to fail. You know what time? Here. I, I, and I'll hand her a slab of, of beef. As you hand the uh, slab of meat, uh, you see Briella has walked up and it's like, um, okay. Uh, don't quite understand what's happening here, but I have, um. Briella, can I ask you a question real quick? Yes. Do you think zombies would prefer raw meat? I'm going to stop you right here. I operate a mine. I know nothing about zombies. I don't know why you think I'm the expert. Well, really, yeah, I but think... you, you've encountered them before. I don't think you're a zombie expert. I just think you're someone who's met them before. I wasn't even there when the zombies first showed up. Okay. <laughs> In truth, I came over here, saw the zombies down there, and was like, we have to close our mine. <laughs> like calling it in that sounds responsible that sounds like the thing you do when you realize that it's a dangerous and unsafe environment for your employees i respect that briella i like you now 
You assessed a threat and acted accordingly. Not like Daryl. Daryl didn't... Like, let's not shame Daryl for not knowing there were zombies. Actually, uh, she pulls out a card from her pad. Like, would you like to sign? Yes. It's like, uh, get better if you have, like, any coin that you'd like to toss in. I understand if not. You don't know the man. Edo just writes, mm-hmm. That sort of seems like it's a, a company's way of getting out of paying for benefits. It's like, oh, we're all putting some... He's got workers' comp. Like, he got that. I said that already. I don't know what Edo's financial situation is. But at least speaking for me and probably Gal, we're not, we don't have the most money to be throwing around at random people we don't know. You know what? Does he want some meat? Don't give him raw meat. Don't give him the meat. Well, I'd assume he'd cook it. I'm going to veto the meat. Any, anyways, uh, take the explosives, sign the card now, hopefully. I mean, do you guys have anything to write with? Yeah, I have calligrapher's supplies, thank you very much. Oh, what's the fancy? Sign, I'm lending you this pen. I want you to give it back to me immediately after you use it, okay? Gotcha. I'll give you the pen. I will write my name with the pen and draw a little, uh, like, fire, a little picture of fire right over the eye. I think that's how she likes to do her name. And then a little heart and in the heart, it just says, get well, and a tiny bad smiley face. Do you want your pen back? Yeah, yeah. You seem like the type who would just put it in your pocket. Oh, uh, no, I don't really use pens. Well, thank you, Briella. Let's go mining. And by that, I mean, let's let's test Tyne's great strategy of luring things with meat. Okay, this is my idea. Tyne has an explorer's pack. And if we know anything about explorer's packs, that's 50 feet of rope. I'd like to tie uh, the rope around the meat. All right. And then I'm gonna go and try and hide about 45 feet, or no, about 50 feet away from the zombies, or 55 feet. The mine goes like down into the earth at first. So you'd probably be maybe, it's probably about 25 feet just of rope just to get down into the pit. Yeah, okay, this is this is what I'm imagining in my brain, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. I was thinking it was like switchbacks to get down. Uh, not switchbacks, it goes around the circumference down. Okay, so then what I want to do is I want to stand towards the top of the little s- spiral, and I just want it to be a straight shot down to where the zombies are. So I wouldn't be pulling them like 50 feet in the spiral, it would be like 50 feet up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, The zombies are kind of spread out in, like, the center of it. So, like, you could pick generally any spot. You'd be near at least one of them. Okay. I want to try and get at least close to one or two, but uh, wherever will get me. Yeah, you you could handle that. That doesn't seem too unreasonable. Okay. And I'll hide behind a boulder or something. Okay. uh, No real boulders around. Something. I said something. It's a mine. There are rocks. You're you're at the high ground. You're not too worried about them, like, immediately spotting you. Wait, I have an idea. Okay, another um, one. <laughs> no, this is for stealth. <laughs> this is not for luring the zombies. If I can't hide behind anything, I want to... Uh, like roll around in the dirt like uh, what are the chinchillas or something to like blend in. Okay, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> you can get as covered in dirt as you would like. Yeah, I'll do that. The ground is pretty dry, uh, so it's mostly like, you know, like powdery kind of dirt. Uh, no mud around. But uh, yeah, you dirtied yourself up real well. You're getting you're getting all of the moss off of the meat. I'm not rolling the meat around. <laughs> I'm rolling me around. Well, if you're holding on to it, it's going to it's going to fall off. I am now considering myself <laughs> camouflaged. <laughs> and I'm I gonna... will keep that in consideration whenever you have to make a stealth check that you are now dirty. <laughs> Thank you. The worst thing I've ever been a part of. <laughs> and I'm going to throw the meat on a string down. <laughs> Yep. Uh, I'm going to roll to see how well this gets the zombies' attention. Uh, you see the one that is closest to it, that one hears the <laughs> That's not the sound meat would make in the ground. It kind of has like a slap onto uh, the ground. And one of the zombies, you uh, see it kind of in an, uh, like in the very undead manner, just <laughs> turned its head towards it. The other three don't seem too interested as it is walking up and inspecting this meat. <laughs> 
I'm gonna pull the classic prank of like wiggling it a little bit and pulling it back a tiny bit. I have no idea what this roll would be. Uh, a Looney Tunes check? <laughs> I'm just gonna roll on the zombies part. As you uh, pull on the rope and drag the meat a couple feet uh, to the side, the zombie tracks it with its eyes and then uh, meanders towards it. Yes, it's working! I'm gonna do it again. And again, it follows. I'm gonna keep doing it until it's by us so we can kill it. As you're pulling it away, uh, it's gonna try to grapple onto this meat. Uh, didn't think I'd ever say that. So Mason, when you were planning for today's session, you were like, okay, I need to know how good the meat will be at avoiding the grapple. I truly thought you guys would be slashing some zombies by now. <laughs> You're lucky we even saw the zombies. The the zombie goes, uh, it sort of leaps forward, almost like a, like a, almost like a cat in manner uh, to grab on, but it misses at the meat. And it starts to kind of crawl forward again, trying to grab at it. <laughs> yes, guys! I'm gonna whisper, Ado, go! Come come murder the zombie. I got him. He's coming. <laughs> he really liked the meat. The zombie is actively, like, working to go and grab this meat, but it keeps fumbling at it. Yeah, I'm, like, reeling it in super quickly. Can I prepare an attack? Uh, yes, you can. I'm just gonna prepare a stabby attack. I would also like to prepare an attack, but I'll do it after Garo. Uh, okay. What are you guys, uh, waiting for to happen? Uh, just the zombie to get in range. Um, I would say, how far is your trident able to be thrown? Can you, like, wait till it gets close to my stealthy point so they don't hear it die, and then we can keep picking them off at least until it's not, like, a huge crowd of 70 of them or something? I thought it's only four right now. There are four. So I've got a 20 foot, uh, 20 foot range without disadvantage. Okay. But I'm going to wait until it's like melee range. Got it. Okay. Uh, then Tyne, what are you doing? Uh, where are you, where are you bringing the zombie with this meat? Well, I imagined I was like kind of in an army crawl position, like laying down. So I was blending in with the sand and everything. Yeah, definitely. And I was reeling that meat in. Uh, you're reeling that, are you bringing it up? Are you like just moving it around the crater? I was bringing it like straight up towards me and hoping that they would kill him before he gets to me. Okay, so I was imagining it moving around on the ground. Uh, let me. Well, that's just what I was figure. trying to do to get it into it, and then once it was like, oh, I want that meat, then I was like, whoop, we're going up. Okay, and now you're gonna got it. Okay, so as you pull the meat up, it's going to try to. Uh, I'm gonna roll again just to see if it's. I think it's invested in this meat at this it's point. It's gotta be. <laughs> it was jumping for it. <laughs> but I'm going to see if it can climb up this uh, sheer face. As you pull the meat up, the zombie begins to like uh, get back up on its hind feet. And uh, hind feet, it's only got hind feet. It begins to cr uh, stand back up and it begins to try to like grapple its way up the side of the uh, mine crater. Uh, and it gets maybe about five or six feet off the ground before it begins to slide back down. No! Uh, I'll lower the meat a little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, as it grabs onto the meat. Yeah, I want it to grab on and I want to pull it with the meat. <laughs> You're fishing for a zombie. Yes, correct. Uh, as the zombie's now holding onto the meat and it's gnawing uh, at it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need you to make a strength check to pull this zombie up because it's... Heavier than it was when there was no zombie attached. Hey, Garl, you want to come help me pull this zombie up? Yeah, sure. I'll, uh, I'll athletics that. Uh, cool. That's, uh, a two plus plus four, six. I got a 14. So combined, that's a 20. As you are pulling, uh, the rope up with the zombie, you can, it begins to kind of sway as it's, uh, not very well balanced with the zombie sort of spasming on this. Uh, but you are able to pull it up and it's just able to like get over top where the uh, mine meets the main ground and the zombie's like half hanging off of it. Start stabbing, guys. Yeah, um, can I do that stab? Uh, sure, yeah, I'll give you guys a round to stab. <laughs> the zombie is preoccupied, so go for that stab. When you say it's preoccupied, does that mean it's with advantage? I mean that it's not paying attention, so this would be you have surprise. Okay, that's a that's still a fifteen to hit. Uh, fifteen that hits. Or sorry, seventeen to hit. But that yes. still hits. That all that extra hits, I would imagine. Uh, and it's gonna deal two plus five would be fifteen. Or no, two plus five would be seven. 
seven damage as you, uh, as the zombie is gnawing on the meat, you're able to take your bone trident and stab downwards uh, into it uh, as it pierces in. As you, you actually feel it's interesting, while normally you're used to it kind of piercing into flesh, it goes in pretty easily with the rotting decay on its outside. But as you pierce in, it becomes tougher as you push down. But you do hit it and it is hurting. The zombie lets out a as it uh, is hurt. It's thicker in the middle. I will chill touch it. Do that. That is an 24. That still hits. That's eight. Eight. Well, how do you describe how your spell looks? Give me the visual. Um, I think it, it looks like, you know, like embers from a fire, but sparks, not like fire, like time, but like sparks, like electricity, like form a hand. So as this uh, spark filled uh, hand goes and it grasps onto the neck of this creature, you see dark energy kind of emanate from where the veins uh, on this creature's neck are as it begins to kind of pulsate a necrotic uh, aura. Tyne, are you doing anything? Yes. I was going to cast uh, Produce Flame. Go for it. That is a 17 plus 5. 17 plus 5, that still hits. That's one damage. Ah, one damage. All right. This, the zombies kind of knelt on the uh, knelt down on the ground, and you create a flame underneath it. It sort of snuffs out almost immediately, but it does uh, singe just the outside. I'm going to ask you guys to roll initiative now. Five. Eighteen. I have a twenty-two. All right. As the zombie is now aware of your presence, uh, you all prepare for battle, as well as the zombie who is now looking up. Uh, follows the rope up towards Tyne. Uh, but Tyne, you're the first to move. Um, I'm getting my quarter staff, like just pulling it around, and I'm going to whack him on the head with it. <laughs> All right, you uh, move your way towards him, and then you slam down with your quarter staff. Uh, roll for attack. 17. 17, that'll hit. 7 plus 3, 10 damage. As you crack down on his head, uh, it pretty much splits down the middle as you feel your staff go down and then further into it as the skull cracks uh, and you feel a wave pass through it. Uh, he's dead. <laughs> that was very quick. Good first combat. Good job, team. Let's take a long rest, long rest, long rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need a long rest for sure, yes. Long rest. <laughs> Important of note, as the zombie's uh, skull splits open and uh, Garl, as you pull out your trident, uh, you notice no blood or viscera comes forth, but rather dirt falls out. Keep it away from the meat! <laughs> Guys, is it like a golem? Oh. Is it? Can I do a, a check? I'm so dumb, so it won't work. Yeah, make an arcana check. I'm pretty smart. Can I do an arcana check? Yes, of course. Can I give Gaul the help action because I pointed out that it- How, how are you helping out? Just ideas. Yeah, I'll say that's good enough. Help, pointing it out, you give him the, you give him the idea. Okay, that's, that's a 17 or a 12. I'm gonna go with the 17. Oh, ooh, interesting pick. Plus two, so it's 19. Looking at this, this is the archetype of a zombie. It seems like looking at it on its like exterior, you'd be like, this is a zombie. Normally, you know zombies to kind of maybe bleed like the remnants of blood that would be left in the body. Normally they don't bleed much at all, but this is not like a golem in any way or a golem in any way. This is just, this is a zombie that happens to have dirt on its insides. All right, hear me out. I think what we're dealing with is a zombie with dirt on the insides. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a golem. Excellent observation skills, Garl. Which I, I think is good. A golem is a lot more to deal with than a zombie. That's probably fair. That would increase the threat assessment. Ooh, what's the threat assessment right now? Seven. Okay. <laughs> Great. So we're pretty close to like, you said the necklace was originally a 10. Yes. So we're like close to world ending terror. It is a seven because if we are killing each zombie individually, we will be late to dinner. Can we kill one more like this? It's so fun fishing for zombies. <laughs> you know what? Uh, there will be plenty of time to go fishing for zombies. Nobody ever lets me fish for zombies. You know, I don't think that a time, be honest, how many times have we denied you your right to fish to zombies? Marie! Kept telling me it was a bad plan. No, I told Ada it was a bad plan and you heard it. That's different. You said that you weren't going to do my plan though and then I just did it anyways. I said that to Ado and then you eavesdropped and then we did it. Well, you went less than 
a foot away from me. It's not like I had a chance to not eavesdrop. The zombies aren't hearing us shout at each other, are they? They're... I, I was literally just rolling to see if they do. Uh, let me just check the numbers. Surprisingly, zombies are not very perceptive. What? I want to just throw a fireball down in there. All right. Uh, roll and attack. Ado rubs her hands to get a static charge going to kind of start producing heat to throw a fireball down in there. And then she uh, puts her hands out and uh, rolls a two. Uh, as you uh, create this flame in your hands and you push it forward, uh, it uh, like almost immediately uh, fizzles out in the air. Ah. Uh. I appear to have short-circuited. Are we still in initiative? I mean, there's currently... There are three zombies uh, beneath you. Uh, if you guys want to work an initiative uh, and do something, go for it. But right now, you're just arguing, which I'm not going to make you guys put initiative for arguing. Can we yeah, just kill just them, go, please? Let's, let's go kill them. Oh, wait. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do before I go and kill them. I'd like to get the meat. And I'm just going to, like, wrap it around <laughs> the rope around me so I can still throw the meat if I want to use it again later today. But I'm just taking the rope and the meat with me. Excellent. You're create. You're turning yourself into the pole of a meat tether ball. I mean, what if we want to fish for zombies in the mine? You got to be prepared. You keep saying we. What if we want to sh- <laughs> What if we want to fish for zombies? I. I think I understand now why I never got you guys to go into combat in the first place, and it was because this would happen. <laughs> I'm gonna run down. All right, please do. Uh, with shield drawn, trident drawn, ready to stab some people. Are you going around the circumference, or are you gonna kind of go down the the side? I'm just gonna go around the sides. I'm not. I'm not cannonballing in. All right, you're able to make it most of the way down, uh, around the hole, uh, and you're one of the zombies is maybe about ten feet from you. Okay. Uh, can I? Yeah. Can I uh, do a little? Sp- a uh, little uh, trident throw. Yeah, you can do a trident toss. The trident toss is going to be a, a 21 to hit. That'll hit. And it's going to do eight piercing damage. As uh, you throw your trident towards the zombie that doesn't seem to be quite noticing you yet. Or it notices you. The zombies do seem to... You bring attention to it as you run down. Uh, the zombie turns to face you and immediately it is hit with this trident down by the abdomen uh, and a little bit just uh, where uh, it is punctured. You see some sand begin to fall out. And then I'll uh, snap that returning weapon back into my hand. As you return it back to you, it's now kind of pouring out sand and dirt from the puncture holes as this zombie gnashes towards you, which makes it now the zombie's turn. The zombie is going to make its way towards you and make a uh, attack on you. As uh, the zombie is going to make its way towards you, Garl, and it's going to try to slam down on you with its arm. And that is not going to do it. As the zombie uh, flails forward, brings its arms up, and slams down, and you're able to just deftly move to the side. So the zombie kind of, the momentum carries them forward a little bit behind you. Now, Ada, you're up. So I'm still up on top. Yes, you are. How much damage would I take if I left and tried to land on one of the zombies. So it's 20, it's about 25 feet down. So let me just double check fall damage. So it would be just about 3d6. Yeah. Or no, 2d6. 2d6. Because it's 25 feet instead of... How much damage would I do to the zombie if I jump on top of it? I would say the same amount that you take. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Great. Uh, we both take nine damage. Well, nine nine points of damage. Um, are you doing the same one that Garl attacked, or are you doing a different one? Yeah, because <laughs> I like the idea that I jump down on top of the one that Garl attacked and just make eye contact with Garl. I, like, look behind me, and I'm like, all right, team, get behind my shield. Where is it? And then... That's almost exactly as damage. You hear a thud come down onto this zombie that is behind you. You said nine damage? Yeah. Uh, you hear a thud fall down onto this zombie as uh, the cracking of both uh, bones, but also uh, the sounds of ceramic uh, coming down on the ground. Great. Now that's just my movement, yes? Yeah, I guess that is just your movement. <laughs> I'm going to chill touch it. 
Yeah, that's another 24. And you are up, you're right up on top of it, so that's a disadvantage. Well, that's a 22. That's a 22, so that'll hit. That's six damage. As you uh, leap down onto the ground, uh, and then you cast this spell, uh, the spark hand grabs onto the zombie around where the heart should be, and you see the necrotic energy kind of pulse outwards around it, and it looks like it should take the zombie out, uh, but then the zombie... Uh, begins to kind of fall downward uh, and then just kind of crack its neck into place uh, and it's looking right at you. Uh, It seems that it is able to overcome the damage you have done to it. Wait, so did it not take any damage? It took damage, but it is still going. Time, look. I caught a zombie. Oh, that's great. You didn't really fish for it, but that's still, that's something. Okay. All right. Uh, Next up, uh, the other two zombies now very aware of your presence. One is going to attack Garl, and one is going to attack Edo. Both of them are going to lunge forward, trying to get at both of you. And as they uh, pull down, uh, aiming for your shoulder, Edo, uh, you're able to uh, lean back, and it just kind of misses into the air and falls down before it picks itself back up, uh, looks at you with death in its cold uh, soulless eyes, and the other one, looking towards Garl, begins to go and do sort of like a bear hug, but with the shield in place, uh, it is pushed off of him. Uh, and we are at the top of initiative with our friend Tyne. So I'm going to steal a bit of an Edo tactic, but I'm improving on it slightly, and that I will take no damage from this, but I will land on a zombie. Of course. <laughs> Of course you will. But yeah, I want to jump and land on one of these zombies. Please do. Okay, do I have to roll anything or I'm just doing it? Yeah, um, I didn't make Ado roll anything, so. But if you're if you're falling so slowly that it doesn't damage you, does it still damage a zombie? I feel like it should. Yeah, I mean, unless you're literally just falling slowly. But like, I always kind of just imagine as monks know how to land on things. Yeah, that's how I interpreted it as well. But I don't know. That's up to... Okay, okay, oh! Garl's just upset he didn't think to jump on a zombie. Hey, do the damage to this gosh darn zombie. How much is it? 2d6? Uh, 2d6, yes. And are you doing it on one that's been hit or one that has not been hit? I'm finding a new boy. A new friend, okay. That's nine damage, though. Ow, nine damage. As you fall down onto this uh, undead creature, uh, you're able to land on its shoulders with your feet, uh, pushing down off of it, uh, cracking some bone beneath you as you uh, redistribute redistribute the weight, and then you're able to roll down onto the ground unhurt. And then um, two-handed my quarterstaff and cracking it. Go for it. I'm going for the ribs this time. It's only a 12. A 12 still hits. That is uh, 11 damage. Well, do you still have martial arts? Yeah, I'll, I'll punch him. That seems more fun. All right, as you whack down with your quarter staff uh, into his ribs, you uh, hear them crack underneath and you're able to... Or, you know what? Actually, I'll elbow him. Sorry. All right, as you crack down, you're able to uh, pull back and put an elbow uh, onto him, probably like at the chin area, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. That's 25. And that is six damage. As you whack your elbow into the face of the zombie, uh, the head cracks and it is almost turned completely around as the zombie's form falls down. uh, And there's like a tear at the neck from where you hit it. And you just see the sand beginning to kind of pour out. Is it dead? It is dead. Guys, Tyne is a zombie killing machine. <laughs> I mean, the first one, me and Edo definitely warmed up for ya. Hey, I finished that sucker. <laughs> speaking of speaking of doing some damage, my friend Garl, what are you gonna do? I still got the one in front of me, right? Yes, you do. You got you got two on you right now. I'm just gonna hit him. I'm just gonna stab one. Ah, are you hitting the one that you already hit, or the one that just tried to hit you? The one that I already hit. I uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be eight. Piercing damage. Eight piercing damage. Let me see how he fares. As you pierce into uh, the exterior of this zombie and then pull out, you feel the weight. uh, It kind of tugs forward on it a little bit and more of this uh, ground matter begins to pour out. 
But the zombie looks like it should have again fallen, but it looks up back at you. Still not down. Okay, my zombie is broken. Obviously, Tyne's zombie was working fine. There's something wrong with mine. Mine is also broken. Do we have the receipt to return it at the store? Are you sure it's not you guys who are just not hitting it good? Okay, Tyne. This is an A-B conversation. You are not a part of it. As... Uh, you say that the zombie uh, lurches forward to get a girl and just fully whiffs it. That was a nat one on the zombie's part. Uh, as you just say, this is an A and B conversation. The zombie kind of, nah, and just falls down. Uh, it's not doing so good, but it's also not hidden well either. We have the zo- the uh, other zombies. The one that is still up is going to go for you, Ada. And again, it is these zombies just cannot hit anything uh, as it uh, lunges forward to try to grab at you you're able to deflect it out of the way. And now it's your turn. Okay, I'm still on top of a live one, right? You are right next to it. The one the one that you landed on is the one that Garl just stabbed. Um, well, I'll just attack whichever one looks hurt. All right, that's the one that has been uh, hurt. There's one that's not been touched. There's one that's been not touched, and there's one that's been touched a lot. <laughs> We're touching some zombies. <laughs> that's a 17 to hit. That'll still hit. Uh, that is 10 damage of fire from Firebolt. Well, as you let loose a flame on the zombie, it catches on its back, and you see it begin to kind of spread towards its uh, side and upward as the zombie lets out a howl as it uh, begins to burn, uh, and all of its wounds begin to uh, open more in the flame as it stumbles down onto the ground. Uh, This one is dead. Take that, Mr. Zombie. Tyne, we're back up to you. There's one zombie remaining who is unscathed. I'm going after it. I'm running over and I'll help Garl because he just can't seem to work on this zombie. Can we, for flavor, yeah. do a thing where I catapult Tyne off my shield? Of course. With like a cool jumpy hop thing? Of course. Ooh, that sounds very fun. I will do that. Go for it. No mechanical thing has to happen. <laughs> it could just... No, it's just cool. It's just cool. Eight claps. Uh, I'm doing 200 core staff. That was a five. It's a 12 to hit. You hit. 11 damage. As you uh, run forward and you're able to jump off of the shield, you're in the air thanks to your friend, Garl, and you slam down onto where the shoulder meets the neck of this zombie and it cracks down and you're able to land softly as this zombie is worse for wear. Um, Okay, then I'll go ahead and do the martial arts and just elbow it again. Nine to hit. A nine still hits. That is five damage. As you bring your elbow down onto the uh, creature, uh, it is staggered and hurt. Um but it's still uh, up and about. Yeah, I don't know, Garl. I do think his zombie might be broken. Yeah, this one's definitely broke. It's not working like it's supposed to. You're right. This is a broken zombie. All right, Garl, you're up as you say all this. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little technique called making an attack with my trident. Oh, amazing! I didn't see that one coming. I wish I was a champion. That would have been a crit. It was a 19 on the die. Gonna deal eight damage, three plus five a little. Ooh. As your trident pierces into it, as you thrust the trident forward and you pull out the barbed uh, pieces of it, pull some of the flesh off of the zombie as the dirt begins to pour out yet again. And then it begins to, it begins to almost convul- uh, convulse and like turn its body in an unnatural way before it rips a little bit more and it falls down onto the ground, dead. Hey, woo! Okay, I fixed it. I fixed it. I mean, did you fix it? I think I kind of reset it just to set you up for that. Yeah, you were the one who really set me up there, Time. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's what happened there. All right, so I was thinking that seemed... I don't want I don't want to get ahead of myself here before one of us dies in this mine, but that seemed pretty easy. I don't think we need to spend roughly 20 minutes fishing for a zombie. This is all just to undermine my plans and my good ideas. Nobody wants to go fishing. I get it. It's fine. For posterity, since we're out of initiative, I'm going to heal myself because I did take nine of my own damage. (laughs) You can do that. I'm still feeling fresh. You're still feeling time? (laughs) What? What? (laughs) 
Like, fine. No, we got it. We just didn't like it. Oh, fine. I didn't. I truly didn't. I'll fully admit I didn't get that time pun. <laughs> you have finished off all the zombies in the uh, main crevice. Uh, you look down at the entrance of the mine and a rumbling sensation fills your stomach as there's more zombies in there. Perfect for fishing. <laughs> Perfect for fishing. And that's where we end the episode. Wow. Oops. Tyne died. Oh, Tyne is dead. What a wacky ending. What a good time. We were a hot mess. 90% of that. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and putting up with all the puns that these people throw your way and mine. I don't know how I do it. But I appreciate that you do it too. I've been Mason Radis, and I've been your dungeon master. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NotFromJupiter. But what about my friends? Where can they find you? I'm Grace. You can find me on Twitter at RollForGrace. And you can also find me right after this in our second outro where I'll be plugging and explaining everything. And then you can listen to our incredible outro music, which is so beautiful. I'm obsessed with it. I've listened to it eight times today. Well, if you want to find me, you can check out youtube.com and Google and look up Tulak the Barbarian. Don't forget the second R. It doesn't actually matter if you do. I'm also on Twitter at Tulak the, and I tweet great and funny things that everyone agrees are funny. Not as funny as, of course, Maggie. And his name was Phil, and my name is Maggie. And you can find me anywhere and everywhere at Maggie Higgy, M-A-G-G-I-E-H-I-G-G-Y. And today I'd like to plug, just feeling a little silly. Love that. Also, real quick, please give us a review. It really helps us out, especially as we're starting this new podcast, and it's still relatively new. Reviews are great and awesome, and they help, and they only take like a minute of your time, so please go do them. Thank you. Please do it. Bye. 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 <laughs> hey, everyone. It's me, Grace, your local moon truther. I mean, what other rock just floats? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. While you're here, why don't you go ahead and leave us a review? You know you want to? Go on, click those five stars. It'll be so satisfying, I promise. Imagine a slime compilation and an ASMR video combined. Wow, so satisfying. If that doesn't convince you to leave us a review, I don't know what will, but it would mean a lot to us if you did. Also, make sure to go follow us on Twitter at GOCTPod and check out our Patreon. We have so many cool perks available, like a talkback show called Talking Crit. Tune in next time to find out if we ever get our crit together. Bye! <laughs>